Never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kepler run less than 12 parsecs. everybody to another episode of Kessel Run Weekly and we're back with the OGs Danny and Grace say hi everybody hi everybody, hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> amazing perfection um we are here again and if you have not seen the update or heard the update I am doing bi-weekly episodes so every other week you will get Clone Wars and then the opposing weeks of those you will get main channel episodes so this week uh with Danny and Grace we are talking the Mandalorian season two trailer if you have been waiting on our thoughts, here we go. <laughs> um, I think all of us have seen the trailer a couple times. So before we get into the nitty gritty, you guys excited? Not excited? Worried? Excited about the trailer or excited yeah. about the season as a whole? The season. I'm I'm optimistic. Um, okay. Usually, and this is how this is how I am usually with like all shows in general mm-hmm. I tend to wait either until after the first episode or if it's like a new show where there's only one season I wait until the end of the season to kind of determine how That's I fair. feel but that knowing funny. that we're going into season two after I'd already seen season one and really liked it yeah I'm optimistic but like I'm gonna wait until things develop to actually have like a full opinion yeah, yeah, for sure, Danny. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited for Mando season two, um, as long as it's not what everyone has been rumoring, because it, it sounds like, it, and I don't think that they're true, but I'm sure there's some truth in some of the rumors. But um, how like they're rumoring like Ahsoka and Kenobi, and or not Kenobi, uh, um, who all? I don't even remember who all's been in been Cal rumored Kestis. in there. Cal Kestis. Uh, Iden, I think, was at one point rumored in there. Like, I'd be okay with some like cameos. How like, hey, here they like almost kind of like how they did with Rogue One, where it was like paging General Sindula or whatever <laughs> things yeah. like that. Like, I would be okay with that. Um, like, if they were calling for uh, Commander Versio or something, like something that only us like we would know. And it's like <gasps> that's huge, kind of thing like that. Um, Sorry, genre. Right. <laughs> uh, so things like that. But like, I don't know. It it, it makes me nervous uh, that there are so many of the, like random character rumors. I don't want Ahsoka live action, even though I think that uh, that could be awesome. At the same time, I almost feel like it would ruin some of the magic for me. Um, yeah. But uh, the trailer was funny. Um, mm-hmm. It was I fun. It. I, I liked it. it. It didn't get me like overly hyped, but I get that. They can't really show much because, in all honesty, the first time we I ever saw the Mandalorian trailer for season one, it was among like thousands of people, and it was like secret footage and all that stuff that they didn't release to anybody. So there was more hype. Um, but I, I'm I, I'm excited. I think I, I think Good. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm also excited. I'm very um, optimistic as well. Uh, I'm optimistic because I know I'm going to like it. Like, I know I'm going to like the season because, A, it's Star Wars, and I rarely 
dislike anything in it or if I dislike it it's so minuscule it doesn't matter and I don't think about it so I'm very optimistic moving forward I agree Danny I don't really want to see too many cameos or involvement of characters that we already know and love um like minimal or maybe a cameo fine um I would like to see Ahsoka live action but I don't want to see her in the context of the show same uh like I would love I would love to see her kick some butt live action but i think what and this is just based off of like because i've been getting a lot more into the comics um as you guys know like i've mentioned it in the discord and like that sort of thing how i've been like listening to the afro comic and then i'm rereading the vader comics so i can read the 2020 comic which is fantastic by the way if you guys haven't read it yet i would definitely recommend it um I think it'd be cool to, like, obviously we don't know if it'll happen yet, but I think it would be really cool to, like, reference comics in a way. So, like, if there's a com- if there's a character in the comic that's, like, really cool that, like, we're unfamiliar with, if they fit into the story appropriately, I think it'd be cool if they just, like, popped into, like, a cantina. Or they're like, oh, this person over there is this person from the comic and they're on this shipyard and that sort of thing. I think would be yeah. cool. I like yeah, subtle. I see that. Yeah, big, and it'll be the thing that's, like, <clears throat> only for, <clears throat> like, deep set fans like us. Like, I haven't even read comics, so deep deeper set fans like Grace and Danny. Who I try. <laughs> um, so... Let's jump right into the frames and the the content of the trailer itself. Uh, we open immediately over a planet. Do you okay. guys have theories as to what planet that is? I have a, I have a thought. Yeah. Um, two things. One, do you mean the planet that they're flying over, or the planet yeah. that they are headed toward? Planet they're flying over. Okay. So, I really like it. Gives me like a two thousand one space odyssey vibe a little bit. Um. This is the first IRL nerd reference I'm going to make. That, like, when they're flying toward that planet from over the other planet, it reminds me of early, early, I'm talking, like, 1960s, 1970s, even, like, even a little bit of the 80s, of the space program. Mm Mm-hmm. When the first couple images of Earth from capsules were captured and like the different angles, mm-hmm. it sort of like it looked like this one image that was captured from like I don't remember if it was Gemini or if it was Apollo of the Earth, like from out like near the moon or like in orbit. Mm-hmm. that it just kind of like reminded me of so like when it i was watching to think about that yeah that they like could use real space images and just because mm-hmm. like, hey, that's immediately what i thought i was like it's probably not earth because it would be really i don't actually know how hard it would be to like get that footage probably not hard. well to be fair it's probably it could be it could be I mean, all they would have to do is take the footage of if it was, say, it was our moon that they were flying over and Earth in the front that they're heading towards, and just computer generate. Yeah, or at least use it like when they're using the engine, and Mm -hmm. um, because it's if you guys don't know, the Mandalorian at least with season one, 
um, use a video game engine to process a lot of the stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it'd be really interesting to figure out, one, if they use the engine again, which they certainly will, at least in my opinion, they would. Um, and two, if they used any footage like that to kind of like reference distance and that sort of thing. Yeah, or yeah, like planet sure. scale. Because mm -hmm. um, I think I've heard like based off of a couple different things. Again, people can correct me if I'm wrong, as always. Um, that a lot of references in regards to planets were actually used, like from actual science, like mm -hmm. Hubble images and like all that kind of thing was actually used to like reference. Something. I feel like that's half the battle of writing and creating is because is taking from the real world because. A, it's easy to reference things like that, but at the same time, it's also, like, so hard because then you, once you start referencing stuff, you're, like, trying to keep it accurate, and I feel like Star Wars... You don't like want to be Wars, too familiar. Yeah, right. it's, like, of all things, doesn't need to be that accurate, but, like, for me, like, writing one of my scripts right now is, like, I said it in 2006, so now I'm, like, okay, well, now I have to, like, remember everything that happened in 2006. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Um, irrelevant. Anyways, Danny, what planet do you think they're flying over and to? The only one that I can think of, I mean, just in my memory, not saying that that is the only one um, that has a kind of a blue planet, maybe possibly ice of some sort. Um, I think at one point in the Clone Wars, did did we not fly over Genosis and Geonosis? And then there was a moon that Callus uh, and um, Zeb were trapped on. Oh, I do remember, it was the, ice. I do remember that Rebels. episode. I think so. It's very cold there. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if. I don't. I don't know what purpose that they would go to Geonosis. Maybe investigating the Clone Wars uh, to find to... out where he needs to go, or something like that. I mean, obviously, this is a stretch. I'm literally coming up with this in my mind. I feel like Michael Scott right now. Sometimes I start a <laughs> sentence and I don't even know where it's going. <laughs> but, but yeah. But I mean, like, I, I mean, to me, it, in my limited knowledge, it it would be cool if it was Geonosis for some reason. Um, mm -hmm. Also, I wanted to note too that the. Uh, uh, the razor razor crest, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the razor crest is damaged. I don't know if y'all yeah, noticed that. Apart. Yeah, it was yeah, like the the hole, the wall, and that's the thing is like the back, uh, the backdrop of the hole hole is open. Um, mm -hmm. it looks like it's barely flying because like at one point you see it flying straight, and then all of a sudden it starts to kind of like, slide mm -hmm. sideways and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, where where do you guys think that moment falls? in the show is it like something we're gonna see early or something in the that middle later? of the season i think mid-season yeah. I, I think it'd be a cool opener because i mean he's kind of running for his life coming from uh um i can't remember his name uh great uh, um moff gideon. gideon yeah gideon. he's he's running from moff gideon and so i mean it stands to reason that i mean when he tried to get away he probably got beat up a little bit so yeah, maybe this is I, like a walking away, licking our wounds, and trying to get back together. Yeah, I, I agree with both. I definitely, whenever I think of the the dialogue that we'll get into in a minute, but like of what the armor is saying to him in this trailer, I just because of the way the Mando has has kind of started off, it always kind of starts like a little slow, and then it's like, <laughs> you know, I. Um, I feel like that could be the opener. Is the I didn't actually recognize that that was the armorer mm -hmm. until she said, this is the way. Mm -hmm. Again, like I've mentioned this before, I do have a little bit 
hard of hearing in my one ear. So I didn't know if that was because like of that or just because like I didn't realize it was her until she had said that. Um, when it comes to that, actually, um, I have a possible theory already. We love theories <laughs> here at Castle Run Weekly. Uh, she is saying that to the Mando mm-hmm. after she removes her helmet. Mm. Spooky. Mostly because, mm. and this is, again, just a theory. Uh, when people take helmets off, and like when they take off like any sort of anything that is around their face, you can definitely hear a difference. There's like 100% like an, a difference in like how it sounds. So to me, at least, it sounded like she didn't have the helmet on. And then, that's a good thought. Yeah. But then she's breaking her own like bylaws i guess yeah, yeah but, but is no longer the way <laughs> but, but wasn't their clan like i think it's a clan mm-hmm. is it a faction is it a clan clan it's a clan okay mm-hmm. um i think the clan was like wiped out wasn't it at the end of season one to or our knowledge that... um she i don't think she... died well, yeah, I know we, she we don't. Well, I mean, if this audio is not, because I think the audio that they're playing is from last season, where it's, he, she's saying, "Hey, you're the child's father now. You have oh, to wait. take it." I think that's last oh, season, wait. so I don't know if she survived. Because remember, the last time we saw her, she was kicking some stormtrooper butt. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but, but I don't know. So, like, because that that was the orders that she gave at the very end was, "You got to go and and do this mm-hmm. and everything." He's like, well, "Why do I want to take him back to a bunch of sorcerers? This is right. the way." So. Yeah. No, I did. I didn't even. That didn't even <laughs> connect until right now. <laughs> I'm not a Star Wars fan anymore. I just take oh, away Star Wars no. <laughs> um, you, you can see yourself out. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just leave now. Bye, guys. Twitch.tv/slash Castle Run Weekly. Bye. <laughs> never. She's never seen or heard from again. Yes. Um. <laughs> she was the imposter. <laughs> oh, I knew Grace was sus. I saw her vent in electrical. <laughs> Cheyenne, you don't get this, but eventually you will. <laughs> uh, so the next shot that we see is kind of a cityscape behind Mando and Baby Yoda strolling along. And the audio we get is uh, Show Me the One Safety. Who deemed such destruction, which again we were just talking about is like probably from last season or is something that we'll see either near the beginning or in flashback in reference to like, oh, this already has happened. And then, oh, sorry. That was the frame of like the cool lighting, right? When he's like walking in and then it lights up. Yeah. I love stuff like that. It is really good. It's one of my theory on where that is too. What's up? Uh, this could be a very bad theory, but just like visually, it looks like it could be in Batu. It's probably not. I don't think it is. I would love that. I, I don't know. The the only thing was that I think that it, it might take it out of. It might take it out of kind of like the suspended disbelief of Star Wars. It's like, well, oh wait, that's on Earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think it could be. Simply the only the only reason the literal sliver of a reason is because of the. The shape of the top of the buildings mm-hmm. is that similar, like mushroom shape. 
mm-hmm. um, and the tower to the left of him has a big ship on the top, just like Docking Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I have a little bit of a theory. But that's it. It was literally no other reason besides that. <laughs> and insert, there's insert, everywhere. Yeah, insert Disney commercial here. <laughs> yeah. um, I have I have a slight a slight little theory. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody might hate me for saying this, but mm. I have a feeling that it is a back alley or some sort of somewhere area of Canto Bight. And that it could be like He went to go like, bet on the horses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or the Fabians. Yeah, it's like a back alley type situation of like Canto Bight. Hopefully no gangsters come up Gra- like snapping Grace. at Anything, Grace, but. is your your mission on this podcast episode to be canceled? Is that is that what you're trying to do here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the goal. She's like, if I say all these really random things, but, but it's Star Wars problematic. But it they're not even crazy. actually theories. She's just trying to find the most controversial thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get people to cancel me. Um, but it looks shady, and like Canto Bite was shady. Yeah, it does look shady. It does have graffiti everywhere. Danny, where yeah. do you think it's going to be? Uh, I mean, y'all's guesses are as good as mine. <laughs> I well, honestly didn't give it much thought. I mean, in all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it was maybe... Oh, man. See, I really didn't even consider it until y'all started talking about Canto Bite and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be brand new. We don't know. We're just Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I, I'll go with it. It's probably a brand new planet we haven't seen before. Because I would like that. Um, I don't... I, I feel like Mando kind of runs the risk of being too deep-rooted in what's currently already there. Um, rather than being on its own. And that that's my fear with all these rumored cameos and everything. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, Ahsoka would be great and all, but why? Like, let Mando be Mando, and we can get something else with her, or something like that. She can go find Ezra with uh, Sabine, or something, I don't know. But, like, there's there's no need to overload it with all this, because it's already got the popularity it needs. Usually when Mm -hmm. you see people, like, throwing in a bunch of cameos of stuff, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did this uh, in their first season. It was all these cameos of all these different, like, B-list characters and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was like, hey, we're connected. Hey, just want to let you know this person exists here. Let's name drop them here. Oh, and we're Mm -hmm. going to do another name drop. Like, they just kept doing it every single episode. It's like, yes, we get it. You're a Marvel show. It's connected. Whatever. Move on. So, Mm -hmm. but that was in a first season, where now we're in second season. Mandalorian's wildly popular. They don't need it. Um, Right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm i hoping right. that it's a new planet, honestly. I hope we get a lot more new things um, and and minimal connection to the Skywalker saga. Um, yeah. We'll just let it be I its agree. own show. I agree. Um, yeah, so, speaking of planets, uh, basically, this next little, like, dialogue segment is um, the armorer saying, like, in Songs of Eon's past, um, you tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and the Order of Sorcerers called the Jedi. Um, and she's also telling him he has to determine where Baby Yoda cam- comes from. So we're um, hearing her talk about this, and we're seeing a Bantha and a Tusken Raider, and we're seeing an ice planet. Um, 
So while we're talking about planets real quick, do we think that those are planets we know or not? Just a yes or no. Yes. Yes. Danny. I I would love for the ice planet to be Elam. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. I was about to say yes and then where. Okay. So you guys want to. The look that they have and everything kind of like looking over a cliff and stuff like that. When they get there, it's almost as if like, it's almost as if the child understands what's happened in front of him and everything because yeah yeah. Um, and so being connected to the force and being connected to ilum like most jedi are i think that that's that's huge um uh, so i think that that would be cool to kind of see ilum pre-star killer even though we've been confirmed that that is what becomes star killer and everything um the tuscan raider i think it's likely tatooine because if he's going and investigating the jedi who's to say he's not going after to see about the skywalkers it's so That's much true. sand. Why would you want to go back there? <laughs> <laughs> Tatooine are the only on Tatooine, or am I crazy? I don't. No. I don't think Do so. They have space travel. I can. I can. Do I can put it. I can put it into the Google. Yeah, yeah put I'm it not into sure because I know they've always been kind of. It's always given me the vibe that they're more primitive um, and right. everything. Yeah. Because, I mean, they don't use blasters uh, of any not. kind. Yes, they are. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, yeah. Okay. I so, definitely wouldn't, like, cancel out the possibility of Tusken Raiders being on other planets. Just yeah. because, like, if Banthas can be on other planets, and if, like, Twi'leks or Chagrutas or, like, that sort of thing, if they can all travel, why can't uh, Tusken Raiders travel? You know what I mean? Because, like, Jawas can travel. Mm-hmm. At least I think they can. I don't know. Like I don't know if they leave the planet. I think there are different types of Jawas. Yeah, they're the so the Jawa that he runs into in the first season, that that group, they're um and I know at least in the marketing they're considered off world Jawas. Um yeah. So they don't necessarily say where they come from or where their home planet is, but it it's it's insinuated that they, they're not native there, that they're scavenging elsewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so Songs of Eons Past, uh, Mandalore the Great. Love that they reference it like that. That's hilarious to me. Um, mm-hmm. And the Order of Sorcerers called the Jedi. Um, she, as she's saying this, we're kind of like on this little like a uh, dock, if you will. Like a shipyard? Um, yeah, shipyard, marina, marketplace thing. It's a lot straight of up. Current. It's straight up. Uh, I'm sorry. It straight no. up looks like space Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, it really that's, does. That's immediately what I thought. I was like, this looks like if Pirates of the Caribbean was in space. I figured they were playing Sea of Thieves or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, um, as long as Captain Jack doesn't show up, I guess they're okay. Yeah. There's some Mon Calamari, it looks, in the back left. And then there's lots of Curran Cur- around. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. saying that right. And you are. Wondering if that's their home planet. And then there's this couple in front of him. Or maybe maybe a parent and a child. I don't know. It's like this weird lizard, Geico-looking gecko creature. Geico. Um, but it's one of them has a little pink one, has a little backpack on with some blue stuff in it. That makes me curious. It's very irrelevant to the situation. <laughs> it's a cute but backpack. Cool. Um, Solid 8 out of 10. Outside. Yeah, 8 out of 10 would buy um i can't say again because i don't own it um and then we get to the 52nd mark i'm scrolling i'm scrolling 
And, then- and we see our mystery person. Uh, here we go. So simply for the sake of time, I don't want to dwell on it too long. The talk, the only talk I have not investigated further. I have not sought out information or theories or anything. I've just seen it in scrolling buys. Uh, the theory across the internet that I've seen is Sabine. Uh, do you agree or disagree? Why or why not? And if you don't agree, who do you think it is? Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. Um, why? Strongly disagree. Um, I think that it is somebody from the Sith Empire. Okay, Sith Empire. I love that. Or the, the Sith Eternal, I think is what they're called. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's that. Um, mm-hmm. They look menacing to me. And usually black in the Star Wars universe is not well received. Uh, the color. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. I, I think yeah. the way that that was framed, at least, I'm thinking villain. Somebody hunting them. Okay. All right, Grace. Uh, I have a, a quick question for clarification before I answer. Where where in the timeline is this? This is... After the fall. I think it's six is, years after Return of the Jedi. Six years after Return of the Jedi. So after mm-hmm. the fall of the Empire, quote unquote mm-hmm. fall of the Empire. Um, but obviously those stormtroopers running around in the okay. season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if they were true stormtroopers or not. So it's still yeah. kind of... I just, I needed a time refresher because like I'm reading the Vader comic right now and that's the new one at least. And that's between... Uh, that's like closer to Revenge of the Sith, so I'm a little bit like mm-hmm. jumbled yeah. around. Uh, Priya New Hope. Knowing that, I think she is either a part of some sort of crime syndicate that is separate from the client and Moff Gideon, or like Danny said, she could be some sort of Sith wizard. Mistress. I can't believe I just used wizard in a sentence. I like like wizard mistress. (laughs) Uh, That's an OC idea. Wizard mistress. You're welcome, Um, Cheyenne. That'll be my next D&D character. Yeah, oh my god. And she'll have Um, swords. What do you think, Cheyenne? I've never That's incredible. Um, So, I think... Two, uh, my two, my two thoughts are Jedi or Sith. Um, I say Jedi uh, leftovers because um, <laughs> leftovers <laughs> <laughs> because wearing the black would symbolize the fact that like they are very well aware that they are thought to be gone. So it's the disguise part of it. Okay. Um, more an exile kind of uniform. Yeah, more okay. of like a I'm in hiding kind of thing. Okay. Obviously, we can't see their hair, their other clothes underneath. So, but my impression of this person is that they're clean cut, um, in a way of like they're on a mission for something versus like being a criminal on a mission for something. You know, like criminals come off like real like slinky and sleazy in the Star Wars universe. I feel mm-hmm. like versus mm-hmm. versus like Jedi on a mission or uh, something like that. But even even Sith on a mission are very like. Er, about it and she, she, this person just seems very like ah I'm observing 
this mistress, you know, the wizard. The wizard mistress is she has a she has a coven. She has a coven. They all have swords. A wizard mistress coven with. I may or may not accidentally panic over them like I do with Trello. I'm so excited. An accidental panic. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. Point, panic. <laughs> you're in our Discord. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it. I'm wow, okay. Can I ask you guys what you think about uh the Sabine theory then, Danny? If it were Sabine, I don't feel like that they would have been so head-on with her in the trailer. Because yeah. uh, you got framed face and everything. Like, you got to see what she looks yeah. like. And I feel like Sabine would be kind of unmistakable in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sabine showed at some point. Um, because she's on kind of like this ethereal quest to try to find where Thrawn and Ezra left or landed and everything, which could be anywhere in the galaxy. So it's kind of almost kind of the, the wizard's quest kind of deal. Um, but, and the Mando's kind of on a similar thing. So it, it stands to reason that it's not impossible that their paths could cross. Uh, I, I don't know that if I, if she showed up, if I would necessarily want her to be there for long, um, right. Because then I'd feel like it would be like, I mean, unless it really serves story purpose. Like right, right now, my main question for the next season is where's Bo-Katan? Because mm-hmm. she's the last one that held the dark saber. And now all of a sudden someone else has it. And by Mandalorian tradition, the only way you can get that is trial by combat. Uh, yeah. Do you think that's an agent of Bo-Katan? It's possible. It definitely is. Um okay. I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh, some a Mandalorian sect that was kind of watching out for him and everything. Mm. It was just kind of following him because, I mean, he would notice it. But, I mean, so it could be that because I didn't notice any markings on her face or anything to make her yeah. kind of alien or anything like that. Not saying that she's yeah. entirely human. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, there wasn't anything outstanding that painted her anything other than a woman in black. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be somebody watching after him and the child. It could be somebody who's gotten wind of the child. Because I did see something where apparently where uh, Baby Yoda's birth date and Anakin's fall around the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think they were only like maybe a couple months apart or like a couple weeks apart. Even Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't remember exactly off the top of my they head. They were both, I think, 41 BBY, I think is what mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah. And, yeah, so they were both the same time. So I've been seeing a lot of like the memes of, what if what if they got it wrong? What if the other was the child? <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense, but I mean, I, I, I don't think it was. Um, same. But Incorrect. It, right. But I mean, right now, I mean, if you think about it, the child's kind of the holy grail of the force right now. Like, yeah. anybody who knows what that child is capable of or has seen it knows that they would control power at that point, or they could try to see what they could do to replicate said power. Uh, I still stand by, by that theory from the first season that I had where, and all honesty, I think that the, uh, um, what were they calling him? The, uh, Warner Herzog, the client, the client. Yeah. I, I still, I still think that the client was looking to clone him. Mm-hmm. Or to try to get some kind of DNA sequencing or something. I, I, 
because they never really dove past that, you know? Mm-hmm. I immediately thought of, I would like to see the baby. So I was like, <laughs> I, would, I would like I to would, see the yeah. baby. <laughs> um, one thing, and I didn't mention this, like, when we, uh, or at least I don't think I did, when we discussed season one, mm-hmm. I really like how they had that character's name as the client. So, like, they have the client, the child, or the asset before um, you actually get to know the child. Uh, The Mandalorian, like, that kind of stuff. I like that whole concept. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how it's, like, it allows for, like, a veil of mystery, so to speak. It puts it all kind of more on a fringe side of Star Wars. Right. And I really hope that they keep that going. Um like further into the seasons and also i do kind of hope that she meaning like this wizard mistress lady i really hope that they don't like give too much character for her i hope that they keep her as like a mystery like how the client is essentially a mystery like we don't know where he came from we don't know what he wants they need something to hold on to for each season and right Mm mm-hmm and I agree. Yeah, because like it brings something different to the table that isn't ooh, normally there. We could we could call her the shadow. The, uh, ooh, yes. I like that. Thank I love you, that. thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um. Okay. So after that, we get um a boat ride. <laughs> I didn't know there were boats in Star Wars. Am I, I told you. Have I never seen boats in Star Wars before? It is space parts of the Caribbean. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But like, have we seen boats in Star Wars before? Am I crazy? I think so. Possibly. Where? Naboo. I, I truly don't know. Naboo? Yeah. Well, because. We've never been on a boat, though. We've never uh. been. Yeah, exactly. So we may um, have seen them in like scenery, but we've never been yeah, on one. Yeah, there's like gondolas Mm -hmm. and then like submarines that exist but Mm -hmm. i don't know if there's like boats well i think it would be cool if um i think it'd be cool if that was like maybe moncal or a a planet similar to it where it was all water and that's why you're seeing so much quarren and 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 things like that maybe we get some moncal out of it um yeah because i mean thinking about it the only thing that the Mando would have to go on from here is uh, kind of the, the the path of what's already been written for the Jedi. So we're going to see a lot of the same, like Ilum, things like that. Like mm-hmm. he would learn that young Jedi would go to Ilum to find their kyber crystals and things like that. He goes to Ilum at this point and he's like, what the heck's going on? Ilum's being broken apart, all this other kind of stuff. Things are kind of strange. Um so c- kind of like what we got with uh, Fallen Order, because Fallen Order was post-Order 66, all that kind of stuff. They're already mining Ilum back when the Empire first started, so they've been on this for a while. Um, so that would be interesting to see, even kind of pulling through, like, I doubt that we'll see Dagobah, but, like, you get the point. Like, kind of right, following right, right. those general paths that a Jedi normally would, and I think yeah. that that's what's going to lead him on to go, okay, well, where? Where, where are we going? Because, I mean, it's kind of like what how Yoda found out how to stay alive in the afterlife and everything. Mm-hmm. He went on this random path of some yeah. ghost that he was hearing of and, and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I think it would be cool to kind of see him follow that, that Padawan's path to find out 
if it will take him down the road that he needs to find where the child came from. Yeah, I like that thought. And I wonder, too, like, what he's going to learn along the way. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, this is about him and, like, his story. And and Baby Yoda is is the the motivator and the pull for his story and him as a, a being overall. Mm-hmm. But, like, what is he going to learn about the Jedi? Is he going to appreciate them? Is he going to dislike them? Is he going to have to convince other Mandalorians that they weren't bad or that they were like what like what are we going to learn about his feelings on all the history that we already know about? You know well, what I'm saying? And the other side of it, too, is that if we're fully fully introducing Jedi history and, and stuff like that, it would stand to reason that maybe we should learn something. Maybe we should history? learn something we didn't know. Yeah. See, right up your alley, Grace. <laughs> history. Local historian here, you know. There you go. But I mean, it, it would it would be cool if in this that he learned something from a Mandalorian's point of view, because, I mean, yeah. you hear the armorer say this basically like this coven of sorcerers or whatever. And so they have a different point of view of them altogether. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't have really understood unless he was alive around revenge of the Sith. He really wouldn't have understood what would have gone on. Um, Which, I mean, I think we're theorizing that he was around a lot, a kid during the clone wars, right? Yes. With the, with the B twos and everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And then death watch was there too. So, because he would have been like present. Yeah. My theory is that he's around the same age Han was. Okay. Because I think this was confirmed at some point, but originally when Revenge of the Sith was going on, um, they were going to have him like in a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a it Millennium was, Falcon there too. Right. Um, and because like they were going to have the Millennium Falcon like... Again, yeah, like in a scene somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually the case, if they ended up being similar in age. Well, and in Um, thinking about it, too, the the armor that the Death Watch sported would have had to been pre-Maul as well. Because Maul took over the Death Watch and changed their uniform altogether. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, the Maul DeLorean helmet, like, if I were to collect, I do want to start collecting helmets once I actually have like a place to put them. This is a shout out to friends of Kessel Run Weekly, but uh Rex and Around and uh Go Go Getter Greg and Crimson Carlos and all of them. They all have like really cool collections of helmets. And I think it'd be really cool to eventually have a Maldalorian helmet. Oh, I would love that. If it's I had st- Mando armor, that would be the Mando armor. I it's aesthetically want. pleasing. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot because like it means business, but at the same time, it looks like it could stab you if you try to right. mess with them. Yeah, <laughs> Don't That's put a jetpack like, on that. You will be impaled. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, and like the Mando's armor is great. And I'm like, I wonder if we're going to get, like if he's going to get more upgrades and it's going to be awesome. Because I also just really like the armor as well. Like mm-hmm. she's just great aesthetically. And I just, I hope they build on her character. Because, like, we got a lot. I shouldn't say, like, we didn't get a ton. But at the same time, it isn't like she was there for five minutes and then not there anymore. Mm-hmm. I do kind of hope that they build up with her, especially. Um, because, again, like, she did the voiceover for the trailer. Yeah. So, like, even if that's from season one, just the fact that she is the voiceover for season two. Mm-hmm. Like, I really hope she's in there. Well, see, I feel like the armorer kind of plays the same role that Yoda did to Luke. 
right. it was kind of the 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 wise old wizard or whatever was what Yoda <laughs> was with armor. She's more of kind of the, the guiding hand, the mom, uh, the only mother he knew kind of deal. And because I'm that's that, <laughs> that that's been her his family and everything. And I feel like if we were to learn everything there was about her, it would almost kind of for me, it would change her image to me, not necessarily negatively or anything. But at the same time, like I, I kind of like that we don't know that every time she speaks, it's with wisdom. It's with purpose. It's with this kind of uh, the strength, I guess, uh, and everything. And, and I like that that strength is is something that we get um, get from her. Right. I just I hope that we get more of her. I think it'd be really cool, like if she also got some sort of like armor enhancement, mm-hmm. like if. I don't know if this would be a possibility, but this is maybe like another theory where she goes to like travel with him. Like, yeah. en- like she ends up finding the Mando and then is like, I'm going to travel with you because I want to also discover more. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I don't know. This was a armor spiral, <laughs> but I like her a lot. She's great. She is great. She's She's Great. also a helmet I would like to collect. Oh, it's awesome. I, I love the, the Viking X kind of Spartan look she's got. Oh my god. I I cool. love and again, this is the history nerd of Castle Run Weekly. Um I think it was confirmed, I don't know by like one hundred percent. I think it is confirmed that like her helmet was based off of like Spartan helmets. Mm-hmm. And especially like Exactly. And, like, especially with, like, the ceremonial aspect, because um, a lot of armor around that time served both, like, an action purpose as well as actually, like, ceremonial, Mm -hmm. as a lot of armor is even in Star Wars. Um, So I really hope that they kind of, like, bring more of that influence in. Um, Well, and whether it's historically accurate or not, I guess that's out the window because history doesn't exist in Star Wars, at least history of Earth. History isn't real. History's fake. History (laughs) is fake. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I don't deserve my bachelor's degree. (laughs) It's It's better that you admit it now. (laughs) Yeah, it's fake. Don't you know that it's fake and in space, guys? Right. Yeah. Um. That was so, a weird tangent. Sorry, <laughs> I love I love a weird tangent. Um, so after we see kind of just boats in space, we originally started with boats in space. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Boats in space. Um, we also see X wings and storm poopers. Um, <laughs> the X wings look like a uh, rebellion, not New Republic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> um, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I want to know if this is like a, like a, oh god, off the beaten path group that was like, no, there's still evil in the universe. We must keep fighting. Or if this was like Leia being like, hey, there's still evil in the universe. Just like keep keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. You know, nudge nudge. Like. 
Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. What's the because I really like that troopers are just like parading around, yeah, you know, yeah. doing their duty. Oh, yeah, still- <laughs> I really Cooper like duty. Ah. <laughs> my We're God, actually that 12. <laughs> that right over my head. <laughs> I-, I know, Grace, I you're way too mature to be hanging out with us. <laughs> I wrote I in t- my storm pooper. <laughs> I've, I've said this before again through Twitch. Discord, twitch.tv slash Kesselrun Weekly, our Discord channel. But I am a 90-year-old in a 20-year-old <laughs> Or no, I'm not even 20. I'm 21. Oh my oh. god. Can't even keep track of her age. Look at that. Yeah, I'm I'm Benjamin Button of Kesselrun Weekly. My oh secrets my are... That's funny. This has become a Roasting Grace podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> We all come to roast grave. <laughs> um, anyway, I lost what I was even saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, X wings, storm poopers, duty. Yeah. <laughs> um, tie they, fighters. Tie fighters. They're flying through some clouds that look very like dreamy, like Bespin. But I don't think mm-hmm. they're on Bespin. I just they're like dreamy, like Bespin. And then we get this very like familiar gorge. <laughs> on a sandy planet seems very like the planet that they were on in rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Again, 99.9. I don't think any of these yeah. are the same planet except for mm-hmm. like Tatooine in the earlier part of the trailer. Because everybody goes to Tatooine. It's not, to- you have it's to. not star Wars unless you reference Tatooine or go there. Yeah. So I, I feel like 90 po- 90% of the time these are all new planets, but I love talking about how familiar they all are because the concept to me, the thought behind being able to take all of these landscapes that we have on planet earth and recreate them into countless amounts of planets is very cool to me, but it's also very funny because there's only so many landscapes that you can use on planet earth to make planets <laughs> and they all look the same. Yeah. So anyways, that's my ridiculous random tangent <laughs> um so we see them on like a speeder bike of some sort it really gave flashbacks to rise of skywalker mm-hmm. and then we see a very very short like walking clip of <clears throat> cardoon and Gr- mm. carl weathers grief cargo. grief cargo yeah grief cargo i was like it's a g and a c and i don't remember what it is it's my initials hey. oh my god no. <laughs> okay, well, now I depend on you to remember that for the rest of your life, Grace. This is now your Hello. responsibility. Your burden. Your responsibility. Your charge. Cardoon's uh, outfit looks very, very Ooh. shiny and new. I do know somebody different. who's making Cardoon's uh, armor. A gorgeous color. I love a good yeah, teal I'm, color. I'm really <laughs> excited. Uh, um, yeah. What? <laughs> um, Grief Carg is still wearing the same outfit. Yeah, I mean, I once you find what some... works, yeah. <laughs> Except for Padme. I mean, it's not. Yeah, never. I was about to say never. at least not Padme. <laughs> yeah, she, she has never... to change her outfit every time she walks through a door, but I love yes. her for it. <laughs> That's um, my one Padme reference. I'm allowed every uh, episode. You get a pass per episode. There um, we go. So, in regards to this moment, obviously, it's kind of irrelevant to content of the trailer we this is literally them saying hey they're gonna be in the show again yeah Mm -hmm. you're welcome um but we will 
as a podcast, as a team, as, as human beings, um, we are, we have some episodes planned for the future and we will be talking about, um, Gina Carano things and, um, any other real world things pretty soon. So, uh, if you're interested in stuff like that, please keep an ear out. Um, if you want to learn more, be open, listen to, um, opinions and thoughts and worldliness of it all. Um, we encourage you to, come back for that episode. Uh, obviously we will post about it and let you guys know when that is. Um, but for now, this moment in this trailer, all it tells us is they're going to be in the show and that's all we need to know. You know, the team is back together. I just (laughs) muted my microphone on accident. (laughs) (laughs) Um, then we see a really cool down angle of, I paused it on this frame, which is why I think it's really cool. But, um, a downward angle of the stormtroopers running down a hall. Great. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it is great because it's like, whoa, what's? Uh, I think I think it's going to show us a lot of the the remnants of the empire because I mean, even though the galactic war has been is done, it's still not done everywhere. Like it's still because they're still fighting. That like hallway seems pretty preserved. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was gonna say it seems very intact. Like yeah, I don't. So do their like. So does their armor. <laughs> yeah. There's so, somebody I mean, rebuilding the empire. It's either rebuilding or it's current uh, people on ships, because at the end of the Galactic yeah. Civil War, when Palpatine fell, all of them went off in their different ways, and so mm-hmm. that's why you have some that have just like become warlords in their areas. Um, you have some that are just a bunch of gangsters. And some that are just like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah. Some people think that they're rebuilding the empire. I thought yeah. I thought you were going to say a bunch of Yankees instead of a bunch of gangsters. And I was going to be like, hey. Jeez, Grace. <laughs> I may be from the South, tough. but we don't all talk that way. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, get a little stormtrooper action. And then we hear... Um, you know, this is no place for a child. Um, at first, I was going to ask you guys, who do you think said that? And then it's the same. It seems like the same same conversation. I will never, ever assume <laughs> that, <laughs> that audio clipped together like this is the same conversation. But it seems like it's the same conversation of the person that said, you know, this is no place for a child. He's like, well, wherever I go, he goes or he goes, I go. And then he's like, I know or whatever, or I can see that, or it seems like it. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like that's a whole conversation with a, with this one person, which is a Cyclops alien, yeah. um, in, like, this fighting ring mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. It's like uh, Gamorreans um, uh, fighting each other. Yeah, yeah also like those that. are skinny Gamorreans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Is there a Weight Watchers in space? <laughs> Weight Watchers in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just like like what Weight Watchers for when gravity can't do it for you. <laughs> that was my that was my first thought. I'm sorry. Oh my god. That's hilarious. That's so funny though. I, uh, skinny. I was like, oh my god. They are. They're like tough. I just immediately am like, oh, so like Jabba's palace guards were they older they and chunkier. They're just different they body types. Number. 
the Hadaway uh-huh. Watchers. Or like, I don't know, like maybe the Gamorrean guards at Jabba's are, they, I mean, they work at Jabba's palace where a giant slug eats all day and sits all day. So maybe they do too. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know? they eat scraps and there's probably a lot of scraps. So Or that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, what? Well, one little thing I was going to mention. Dude, uh, this this whole sequence mm-hmm. of them in the fighting ring and like this guy here it gives me a lot of like Jim Henson Dark Crystal kind of vibes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they all and I don't I really don't mean this like in a bad way at all like not like a negative way but they look like puppets yeah like they don't look like people in suits mm-hmm. at least fair. to me and, like, again, that's, like, I think that's actually, like, really cool if they decide to go that way. Because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the original trilogy, Yoda himself is a puppet, right? hmm At least until the remasters came out, he was a puppet? Yes. And then he was also a puppet in part of The Last Jedi? Or... Rise of Skywalker. I think it was Rise of Skywalker. It's when he gets hit in the head. Yeah. Hit in the head with a stick, and he's like, don't be an idiot. Yes. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's like, that's the first thought I had was like, this is definitely like a puppet, Jim Henson puppet moment. And I think it'd be really cool if they incorporated some of that. I mean, the guy's head, the Cyclops head, does look like a puppet mask. It just, yeah, I'm sure it is. Some kind of animatronic. Yeah, Yeah, or it looks like animatronic. Or it looks like eight hours in a makeup chair. Could be too. It looks like the the eyebrow ridge is the makeup chair. (laughs) (laughs) I think Um, he sounds like Chris Evans. Oh my god! Yeah, I was about to say Danny had a thought on who that was. I gotta listen to it again. Uh, If that's Chris Evans. It's got I his Boston will, accent, and that's, I, that's I what I feel Venmo like gets me. I will you $20 if that is actually Chris Evans. Deal. Deal. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> we've turned to gambling here. <laughs> I mean, I'm uh, excited to find out. I, I really love, I love cameo, like voice cameos and cool. acting cameos in Star Wars. Didn't, one um, of the best things to happen to Star Wars. This was a thing that happened in season one, but we what? got cameos from two, maybe three, possibly four different voice actors. <laughs> there was Matt. Go ahead. There was there was Matt Lanter who uh-huh. played Anakin. There yes. was Clancy Brown who yes. plays Mister Krabs, and he's also worked with Quantic Dream. Savage uh, Press. Yes, Money. and Savage Press. Um, I think Sam Whitwer did an episode. Maybe? I Probably. can't remember off the top of my head. Most likely. And I I think D. Bradley Baker was in it. I heard his voice at uh, least once. What did, what did Matt Lander Matt Lander was in that uh, episode where it was like the prison break. Oh, he was, like he was the dude with the helmet. I was thinking mm-hmm. about voice voice acting. I yeah. do remember that. I just didn't. Th- I was like, he didn't voice act and he was in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I'm and then Clancy Brown was also in it. He was the yeah. guy Luda? that looked like Space Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Almost. Oh, like with the spikes. Okay. 
Okay. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I like voice Space actor cameos. Space Hellboy. I love that. Space concept. Hellboy. Um, oh. I like voice actor cameos, and yeah, I think they're amazing. I want to see a bunch of other voice actors like in Star Wars because there's a lot of different ones I've known and like been able to like view their content like non Star Wars based that I think would be really cool if they like had a moment. You know what I mean? Give that gave them more. Where's Nathan Drake in Star Wars? Who's Nathan Drake? Nathan Drake is from Uncharted. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. Oh, um, it's a movie. It's really, or it's a game. It's really good. Oh, then I another, have heard of it at least. Another nerd moment for me. <laughs> um, I have brought my mic closer to my mouth to have a PSA with everyone. I am very, 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 very sad about because what? I just saw the clip of Anakin of Anakin of Hayden Christensen saying that he would have loved to voice Anakin. And I cried whenever I saw him talk about that. And he was like, yeah, I never got the call. And I was just like, they really just didn't even, they were like, no. Yeah. And I am hurt for Same. him. We I know. Then we wouldn't have had Matt probably over it. True. But you know what? I don't care. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I don't care. I think I Matt love Lanter Lanter brought more Great. life to Anakin than Hayden I did. will. I would love to meet Matt and I would love to say thank you for being Anakin and keeping him in my life. But also, also, no. (laughs) (laughs) Brought Anakin to life physically and for my whole childhood and will forever and always be one of the Anakins to me. But like, they didn't even give him the chance. Mm -hmm. And I think that the problem with that is the fact that like the dialogue in Clone Wars was good for them. It was good for what happened. And if he said he never got the call, then that likely means they never even sent him anything to try. And I think that that is a part of the problem. And obviously this is like an issue that is gone and done with and is literally irrelevant to a anything in the future and B, you know, like, nobody can go back and reverse that decision. And also like, it's not that big of a deal. I'm just expressing that I'm very sad (laughs) that he didn't get that opportunity, but I just, I needed to talk about that. I'm this has been a PSA. (laughs) Allow more people to voice that. Is what we're saying. Cause she's emotional and she loves Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Was it again? Am I, Jim Hansen comment. Um, baby Yoda's a puppet, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's, He's a little a animatronic baby. Yeah, because I was just about to say, like, the little in that sequence that we're talking about, uh, if you continue it, there's, like, a fight that breaks out, like, mm-hmm. old western bar fight style, mm-hmm. where yeah. baby Yoda, like, pushes a little button, and then the capsule yes. closes. That is so cute. That is so cute. That to me really like set us up for success as far as uh, like what kind of humor we're going to get. I really think that they did a good job highlighting um, 
like all the little things that are going to happen. So like, we're going to get good fight scenes. We're going to get good lore. We're going to have mystery characters. We're going to see things we haven't seen before. We're also going to get good humor, whether that comes from baby Yoda or the Mandalorian or a combination of the two. He's like, Oh, I see his little whistling thingies. I gotta go. (laughs) I know what happens here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's, I mean, end of the trailer, it kind of closes out and with some cool music, just like it opened. Um, and we are left to sit on our hands until when? October? October 30th, isn't it? Oh, exactly that a month was, from now, from the time I we're recording. Or is it sooner? Let me, <laughs> I thought it was I'm going to do the Google. I'm going to do the Lay Google. Because Squadron, Squadrons comes out October 2nd, uh, which I'm very excited for. Uh, October 30th, oh, yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm an idiot. Uh, That's fine. Danny, does that mean you're going to be building a Mando in a month to be a Mando by the time season two comes out? I mean, if this pandemic stuff will go away, then we could go be Mando somewhere. <laughs> My heart. If people would stay home and wear their masks, then we could go out and be Mandalorians. This is kind of whole PSA from Catherine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Thank you for visiting the consultation counter. (laughs) I don't even Um, care if it's a a Mandalorian mask at this point. It could be a Star Wars mask. I I don't just please. (laughs) You like my friends and go to the and go to the grocery store with a Star Wars helmet on. Oh, bet if I had a Mandalorian uh, helmet to do that with every day. My friend, yeah. like, uh, you can't wear that at work. I'm sorry, I've been required to mer- wear a mask. Uh, this yeah. is my mask. <laughs> um, my friend and his husband went to Costco in their stormtrooper helmets. Nice. nice. I they did that. not stop. Nice. It'd be funny to do that and then put a mask over the. There you go. <laughs> um, all right, so that closes out our Mando season two conversation. I'm. We're all excited. We're all optimistic. We're all like, okay, like. Don't don't be too big for your britches, Mando. Um, so I appreciate you guys being here for another episode. I'm so glad to have the crew. Um, and I thank you all for your support, listeners and Danny and Grace. Um, it's been a tough time for everybody. And I appreciate loyal listenership. I appreciate sharing um, our nerdiness and fanness with everyone. Um like I said, episodes will be bi-weekly um, from here on out. So KRW on every other Friday, Clone Wars commentary every other Wednesday. Uh, Grace, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me at Amidala underscore 716 on Twitter. And I am also the head moderator and admin of our Kessel Run Weekly Discord server, as well as twitch.tv slash Kessel Run Weekly. You can see me doing my usual chaos um, alongside our other mod, Kian. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'd love to hear it. Uh, you can find me at cjerica on Instagram, cjerica95 on Twitter, or the kyberkrystal.wordpress.com, crystal with two L's in it. Um, I haven't posted on the blog in a while, but please go check out all my old pieces. Um, I'm working on a writing degree, so I'm a little bit off the blog right now because I'm working on other pieces, other works for class. Uh, I think that's it for me. Danny, do you want to close out with all of our Kessel Crew stuff? 
Yeah, um, you can find us all at Kesselron Weekly, uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, KesselronWeekly.com. As Grace said, twitch.tv slash Weekly. I got tongue-tied. Uh, <laughs> um, and I also have uh, my personal show, social that I've never put out there before. I know. Um, if you guys want to come hang out with me and see like little game stuff and everything, game clips and all that good stuff, at Wookie Dan uh, with two E's uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. We love to hear it. Thank you both for being here. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, check back in next Friday for another Castle Run Weekly episode. Uh, and may the force be with you. Always. Always.